Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Conversations with Coaches. It's uh, Athletes Mindset Academy coaches, uh, Amy and Allie here. And we are talking more and more about relationships. I hope you're enjoying it so far. And today's is one of my favorites because I've said that this entire month, but it's yeah. true. It's so well, this stuff was um life changing for me. It really was. And um, you've listened to some of the past podcasts, but my relationship with myself and with Larry Nassar and that entire situation, like me being able to realize my thoughts about me, my thoughts about him, what I think he thinks about me, that was life changing for me. And I have carried it over into many other relationships. So I just want it to be life-changing for you too, right? <laughs> I love it. Um, but what do you expect from others? We all have this manual in mind of how we want others to act. Amy, as my coworker, I want her to work from this time to this time. I want her to show up. I want her to get her stuff done, right? And I want her to be happy while she does it. And <laughs> these are all the things that I want from her, right? And I love that you say that with like this determined face. And I want her to be happy while she does it, like mandatory happiness. Exactly. Because it is. That's like what we do. We have like, this is like the mandatory thing that we have. Like, you can't be upset about any of the things and you have to get it all done at on time and at this particular right? Like we think that everybody should act in a certain way. This parent should talk to me in this way and appreciate me and turn all their stuff in on time. And, you know, that's what we want. We want others to act in this manual that we have for them. Mm -hmm. And, and it's really interesting because everybody has a manual for us too, right? But we don't want to act the way that they have in their (laughs) manual for us. And so it's, it's, I love that dynamic of thinking of like, what is my manual for this person? And why do I want them to follow that? So so funny that you just said, and she's my co-worker and I want her to get all her stuff done. I'm like, what stuff do you have to do? (laughs) Right. I'm like, oh, you you wanted me to get some stuff done? Remind me next week when you talk again. But that is what a manual is, is we all have different backgrounds. We all have different cultures. We all have different family dynamics. We all have different um, experiences. And based on all of those, you know, between our mother figures in our life, our father figures, everybody teaches us these different lessons. Sports teaches us different lessons. We just start creating what I like to call, we have the blue book for compulsories. We have the red book for optionals. And I like to call, we just kind of figure out our own purple book. And our purple book... (laughs) We just throw it all together. We're like, yeah, well, those are the optional skills. These are the compulsories. And this is my book. And this is what I think should happen. And this is the routine I think I should have. And this is what I think the coaches should be saying. And this is what I think the athletes should be responding to when I speak. This is how the owner and the admin and the parents, this is what I think should be happening. And every time I think it should happen and it doesn't, Then we have the, what we call, uh, maybe I can say this on the podcast, like to stop shooting on yourself. Is it okay to say that? (laughs) (laughs) Because we have, this should be this way. And when we believe there's a should or a shouldn't, then we're going to find some discontent, disharmony, discomfort in our life. Because when life should be different, then we're going to try to control life. Well, good luck with that. And we're going to try to control the athlete. Well, good luck with that. 
We're going to try to force people to be happy. My mom, every time my family gets together, there's seven, seven siblings in my family. So every time we get together, my mom's like, I just want everybody to be happy. I'm always like, no, mom, let's not, let's not just wish that that was everybody was going to ha be happy. I'll just be happy if everybody else is happy. That is a recipe for sadness. That's just a, a my mom's going to see somebody sad. So she's got to be sad because they're not happy. And that's the same for coaches and parents and athletes. If, if for the manual, if you have these expectations and you expect a score of nine, eight, and the athlete gets a seven, two, well, there's a big gap there. And that manual, that expectation and wishing it should have been different. The judges should have been nicer. They should have given, you know, points for her cute face and her cute outfit, you know, that's going to make it so that there is some discontent. And when you're feeling less than that life is less than, that life is happening to you, that scores are happening to you, that judges are unfair, that, you know, that coaches are unfair. They're not meeting your expectations. That's just like Coach Ali said. Everything's about what is your manual? It's just what are your expectations of yourself and the world around you? When you feel like somebody's not living up to that compulsory level manual or that optional skill that was called a BIOS, you're only doing a double-double. That's not exactly what we, we thought a triple-double is what you were supposed to do. And obviously you were lacking there. And then we meld it all together and we're like, everybody, nobody's living up to my manual. I'll come home from coaching sometimes and I'll look, I don't know, you, you coaches who are parents, you could probably relate to this. I'll come home when I used to coach um, outside of, of my gym and dishes aren't done. Dinner's not ready. I have just worked so hard all day doing all this coaching, doing all these things for all these people. And my family can't even like clean up the living room. They can't even put the pillows back on the couches. Expectations cause us to feel upset, frustrated, sad, mad. And then we get into the, like we talked last week, blaming other people, which is, we talked about taking back responsibility for your emotions. But this week is where are the expectations coming from and who says that those expectations are even real and how are those expectations causing you to, to have less joy in your life? Maybe that's one of the ways I want to say it. How, how are those expectations causing you to see life in a way that, um, isn't how you want it to be. So Ali, I just went off on a tangent. I do that. No, that's totally fine. And, um, and this is where the boundaries comes into play of, um, you can expect that, um, you shouldn't be hit, right? Like yeah. somebody should not hit me. Somebody should not come scream in my face at me, right? Like you set your own boundaries mm -hmm. and those are very important. Um, the problem is a lot of times we want the other person to change mm -hmm. and we have no control over what they do. We don't. That's the unfortunate fact. I do not have control over if Amy wakes up and does all her tasks, right? But no, I, I'm sure you wish you could. <laughs> she's amazing, you guys. I'm just, you know. <laughs> each other for good. Yeah. Um, but uh, you have control over what you do. So like, if this person hits me or if I feel unsafe in this situation, then I'm going to remove myself from the situation. Yes. And so you have the boundary of, you, you don't have to tell people the boundary. You can share the boundary. It doesn't matter, but you set the boundary of like, okay, this person doing this is not okay for my mental health, my physical health, whatever it might be. And if that happens, then this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to report it. I'm going to leave. I'm going to whatever it might be. And just remembering that 
the longer you wait for them to change, the longer you're going to keep waiting (laughs) (laughs) because you don't have control over what they do. You just don't. And so that's why boundaries are so important to set in a way of like, what are you going to do if this happens, if you feel like you are in an unsafe situation? Amy, what would you add to that? So one other thing is sometimes we think that something's an unsafe situation when it's like for an athlete, if I was a coach and an athlete who's just getting, like, they don't know how to manage their emotions and you can tell that they're getting frustrated. Um, I was talking, like I said, I, I like to work with a lot of different sports, but there was a, um, a football player whose coach was saying that he will stay after practice for like two or three hours and he will just grind and drill and drill. Cause he gets so frustrated with himself and essentially he doesn't have boundaries for himself and his self-care, his body is going to start breaking down because he's so angry with himself for not being able to make the smallest changes. A lot of athletes are kind of perfectionists. We like things to be perfect. So for him, I would just, and for all of us, as far as boundaries go, sometimes if it's a, like coach Ali said, if there's a safety issue, absolutely. You have to have a boundary, but sometimes maybe an athlete isn't so much um, hurting you by being angry themselves or sad themselves. And so we don't need to verbally say, Hey, if you keep acting out in a way that is, you know, not helping you, then I'm going to be, I'm going to do this because nothing, your boundary has nothing to do with them. They get to choose and you can remove yourself. Like Ali said, but you can also, one thing I want you to understand is why do you want somebody else to change? If it's not a physical safety issue, emotional safety issue, if it's just, you know what, they tend to get really snappy whenever this happens and I'm just sick of it. I'm done. Right. That's just managing your own emotions. So just be really careful on what is actually clearly happening. Um, but if, if, if it's not something that's physically, emotionally unsafe for you, then you got to learn to manage your own emotions. And if they were to change just in the, we like to call it like unicorn land, a fairy tale land. If that athlete changed to do exactly what they said and they said, yes, coach, I totally get a coach. Thanks for being my coach. I really appreciate you every day. They're like, man, I'm so lucky to have you. If, if they showed up in a way that you wish they would act and wish they would perform, how would you feel? And then when you can kind of figure out what that feeling is, then you can realize, wait a second, that emotion's on me. And if I showed up from a feeling of gratitude and I actually appreciated them, then what would I be doing? And maybe things would naturally kind of shift when the athlete realizes that you kind of appreciate being able to coach them. I mean, it kind of gives you a job. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to, to go about this, right? So just, just notice boundaries. We, you have to be very clear on that. And it's so true. We need those, especially we found out in the gymnastics world, right? But when somebody's just irritating you, they don't need a boundary. They're just being human. So make sure you're very clear on that and then realize what would I be thinking? How would I be feeling if they did everything I wanted them to? If everybody in my family pretended to be happy around my mom all the time because we didn't want her to be sad, And some of us are like, you know, I'm really irritated. I'm really frustrated, but I'll just put a smile on and I'll pretend I'm happy. Do you want them to behave in a certain way just so you can feel good? Because then that's not them. And you actually don't build a relationship when they're faking and they're pretending. It's like when I'm like, I just want a hug from you. And they come give me a hug. I'm all, well, that wasn't authentic. That wasn't sincere, you know, from like my, my kids. So just be really, really um, mindful of what you're asking of other people and why. And, and if you need it, I like to kind of change the circumstance for a second, just pretend that life is following my manual. And how would I be feeling if it was up to par? <laughs> if everybody was doing the rules that I have, how would I feel? And then realize you're feeling that. So you can feel that anyways. 
You can feel that way, whether or not they're acting the way your manual has, the, the unwritten manual, that's the other pieces. We don't even know how many rules we have in our manual because they've been growing with us for so many years. So sometimes you react and you're, and we're like, why, why is that such a problem? And you're like, well, I don't know. Maybe there was something sometime that somebody told me this was important and I have no idea why I think this is important still. So just, just be aware. It's a really fun, the manual's really fun because everybody has a manual. And we like to say, what would be different if you dropped the manual? Just think about it. That's kind of weird. <laughs> like Coach Ali, if we were to all drop our manuals, it'd be like, wait a second. Everybody gets to do and be who they want. And we can just all be happy if we want to. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. And I like to bring it back sometimes to like, sometimes we really believe that we want somebody to do something differently. Like it's really hard for us to let go of that. Like I really want this person to just be nicer to me <laughs> or whatever it is in that situation. And just bring yourself to a time when somebody wanted you to do or act in a way that you did not want that you, that didn't feel right to you. And how did you feel in that moment when somebody wanted you to do something, when a parent wanted you to do, treat their kid a certain way or do a certain drill even like, right. Have you ever had a parent come up to you and be like, this drill is I saw online, right. And they wanted you to do or act in a certain way that like you, you didn't want to. And, and, and bringing it back to like, okay, so then why do I want that person to do something? Like, do I still want that for them? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes that kind of just brings a little bit of clarity to me of like, okay, okay, we're different human beings. We're both human beings. We're different human beings. And me wanting them to do this is really on me and not on them. Mm -hmm. It's on me and how I want to feel and how I think it's going to make me feel. And I can do that anyways. <laughs> it reminds me of when I was probably 15. I remember being like starting to get into the like, I know better more than you kind of stage for teenagers with coaches, you know, where I looked yeah. at my coaches and I'm like, I actually don't like you that much. Like, like all of a sudden I remember kind of feeling like, wait a second, you're not as cool as I thought you were those moments. And I remember a coach saying like, you should look happier on the beam. So I put on the fakest, I totally remember this doing my, <laughs> and we were supposed to stick 10 beam routines, putting on like the, I, in my head memory is just like the ugliest, fakest. Yeah. Like a chicken smell, like, like chicken run. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. Yeah. This is the fake smile. I'm like, okay, is this what you want? Like trying to be like, you want me to be happy? Let me show you what happy looks when I'm not feeling happy. And I did my routines, but I pasted that face on because I wanted them to know that this is ridiculous to make me want to feel happy or look happy when I didn't feel happy. And so that's when I say we're kind of great emotion readers, especially when you get kind of a prima donnas like me to make sure you know that I don't like what you're telling me, but I'll go ahead and pretend that I'll do what you want me to do. And, and we all do that. We all try to pretend in the moment that we follow the rules of everybody else, but we don't know what the rules are. We don't even know what our rules are. <laughs> so most of the time we're all just kind of make, we are just making it up as we go, but just realizing that your manual gets in the way of a lot of super, super beautiful moments and relationships and communication moments where you could build something great if you just dropped your manual for a moment as coaches, as athletes, as parents, so. Absolutely. Okay. So this, uh, this month we have learned what a relationship is, right? It's your thoughts about you, your thoughts about others and what you think they think about you. It is, um, taking responsibility for your feelings, helping others take responsibility for their feelings, but just 
stop blaming others and take that responsibility and realizing what your expectations, your manuals are for other people and determining the difference between that and a boundary and how to create that boundary. What are you going to do in that situation? And we're going to end with one of the best relationships is your relationship with your sport, right? Because that's a huge part of athletics, right? We have relationships with our teammates, with our coaches, with the parents and everybody else around you. But like we said, it can be with the thing, which is also your sport, just like our relationship with time. Our relationship with sport is going to determine how we show up to practice every day, to coach every day um, as a human being in general. So I'm excited about that one. Coach Amy, anything to add before we sign off here? No, I just love talking about relationships. So we will talk some more next week and you guys have an amazing week and enjoy practicing, dropping your manual just for fun. Just try it. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.